presents the In My House Pro Wrestling Podcast. Finally, The Rock has come back home. Scotty Villa brings you your new favorite pro wrestling podcast. There is nothing you could do that is more dangerous than wrestling CM Punk. He's got the latest in covering all of the major promotions in professional wrestling. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Breaking news and hot topics. He's covering everything from Monday night till Sunday night's main event. I'm the hottest thing in professional wrestling. I'm Dr. Rit Baker. D. And we never forget to go old school. I was rowdy before rowdy was cool. From the golden era. The irresistible force meeting the immovable object. To the attitude era. And if you're not done with that... To the revolution. It's about the 14 years it took me to go from undesirable to ungoddamn deniable. And everything in between. This is your pro wrestling podcast. This is in my house. Give me a hell yeah! Welcome everybody to my host, Pro Wrestling Podcast. Scotty Via and Paralegal Mike are back after a jam-packed weekend of pro wrestling. On last week's show, we previewed two giant pay-per-views that were going on last weekend. This weekend, we're talking about a Mike. Let's get right into it, pal. Let's let's dive in. I, I want to start with Double or Nothing. Uh, it was yes. the, the last show we watched, and I think it was the one with... I don't want to say the most reaction. I do believe Saturday uh, Night of Champions was more of a positive reaction and then going yep. into double or after double or nothing here mike let me just ask this and i know other shows have done this already but what was what grade would you give double or nothing from this past sunday c i i i'm giving it a c plus yeah you know what that's probably the better answer is c plus it, it's definitely did i want this to be a b plus show an a always yeah. do yeah Boy, that's not how that night of wrestling turned out. And again, there was two days of professional wrestling, mm-hmm. and one day was definitely far superior than the other. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stay and, tuned. <laughs> and if you put it in wrestling terms, AEW was, I guess, the main event, and Clash of Champions because it was on Saturday was the semi. It was. Yeah. So AEW yeah. had every chance to steal the weekend, steal the headlines. What are you talking about first? And in some senses they did, but it wasn't for how much we all loved the show. It wasn't a great show. I'm not going to say it was a bad show. I'm not so going to say you shouldn't watch it. If you haven't seen it, go out of your way and, and watch it. There's a lot of solid wrestling and then some great wrestling <laughs> later on. But that, Mike, that first half of that card Oof. just fell flat. Uh, some of it I'll put on a couple of the matches that just didn't hit. The other thing that's a big shocker to me was that AEW crowd in Las Vegas was trashed. I'm so happy this summer 
they're getting away from the States. Yes. They're going to get a very excited crowd in Toronto because we don't get it. Like Canada's hungry for big shows. So I think, yeah, Forbidden Door 2 is going to be really great crowd. Obviously, we both know Wembley is going to be off the fucking charts. Yes. Like that's that's the show I say you really have to nail. You're AEW and you're going, you know, all in has to be the show. Like even Forbidden Door 2 could misstep. Yep. You can't misstep at Wembley. You, you can't drop mm-hmm. the ball in Wembley. You already sold six, over 60,000 tickets. <laughs> it's at, they're, they're doing it. Like yeah. it's what people thought they could not do. And you're out there mm-hmm. wrestling, wrestling reporters. <laughs> no, no disrespect, Uncle Dave. Love to oh, have you on. Love that, <laughs> <laughs> uh, It's yeah. The crowd just wasn't there. It was dead, quiet, non-responsive for a mass majority of the night. Even during one of my matches that I really enjoyed, which was FTR versus Double J and Jay Lee. Yeah. Well, I wonder why you love that. Well, I'd spell his name out again, but if you listen last week, I can't spell Double J's name. Yeah. But but so. also, um, it was it was a, a good tag team match. I'm not gonna say great, mm-hmm. but it was it was a good match. I agree. I agree. I, Double J can still go. Like I I know I talk shit because <laughs> solely because you love him so much. Yeah, but he can still go. Like he's still very entertaining in the ring. He, he I said is, it last week too. So it, yeah, he, I liked it. He's so damn good in the ring still, and a great chicken shit heel. And now that he brings his wife out, that wrestling fans just pure hate Karen Jarrett for, you know, when she was doing her character in TNA and impact again, great at that as well. She's now coming out with double J it just adds to the whole fucking hate these people. But, Probably could have wore better shoes though. Hey? I mean, if you're going to be swinging a guitar, <laughs> by the way, Karen, you're, you're going to get the drunk white, white girl wobbles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Karen Jarrett has now had the greatest moment in AEW history where she smashed a guitar over a referee, Aubrey Edwards head and knocked her oh, out. That was the pop of the night for me. I, I know if there is one thing that was going to make you happy on that pay-per-view, it was that moment. I hit the roof. If, yeah, like <laughs> all that, so hard. <laughs> Mike, all that energy and excitement that I had built up for Cody beating Roman at WrestleMania and I couldn't use it was used for this moment. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'm happy for you. Can you imagine the bloodbath it's going to be for Aubrey mm-hmm. with where we're sitting? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Get out of the shot. It's uh, going to be yelling yeah. that all night. <laughs> I, we may make a sign. We may make a side. That's a good call, dude. Good call. But uh, I, I like that tag team match, uh, but the crowd is even quiet and dead for that. And it bums me out because FTR works so hard and gives so much to wrestling and wrestling fans because they are wrestling fans themselves. And I'm just like, come on, like, let's get behind this because we're going to get dream matches. I think we're going to get the Hardy Boys versus FTR eventually. But that first half of the card just wasn't good. The Battle Royal was fine. And I put some of this on me right now, Mike, because... I, I look at it at the Royal Rumble. I don't like it when fans get mad if there's no big surprises or big returns. Yes, they've set that precedent in the past that these things could happen, but they could also not happen. And this is the first time I think AEW's done a battle royal on a pay-per-view where they didn't have a big return or a big surprise or just a one-off character coming back for that. And we didn't get that. And I think that hurt the I, show a little bit. I also thought it started I, very weird. See, I like, I'll, I'll actually, I agree with you because the fun of those matches is returns, is mm-hmm. someone you're not expecting. They're not WWE. And I think a lot of the heat of you're not using your guys, you're not getting guys on the show, 
this is a good way to get your guys on the show. Yeah. So I'm happy the roster gets to be in the ring. You're working there. You're an employee. Yeah. Yes, you should get a chance to be on the show. But I, I'm with you. It does take away some of that fun. And to do like, when I saw a pre-show was like the end of it was like the entrances. Like they started doing the entrances. It, I'm, I think that's a brilliant idea. It was like 10 minutes of entrances, dude. They, they started that like at 5.50 our time. But I, I, was think that's, I, I think that's really awesome for guys who probably don't get to hear their music a whole hell of a lot. Yeah, unless you were working the YouTube shows, but now those aren't a thing. Gonzo. So good. And, and also, I think the, like, the takeaway was like Orange was not going to lose that match. Like mm-hmm. you couldn't have him lose there. You got to save an Orange loss for a big show. Yeah. And I mean, if it be Forbidden Door 2 or if it be Wembley, like Orange is still going to be holding on to that belt a little bit longer. Uh, yeah, I waver back and forth. And I you called it either last week or the week before. And yeah. you'd said Orange needs to hold it until all in. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And, he's a, and he's a star. And he he's a guy who comes out and that music hits and people are losing their mind. Yeah. And I think they're going for that appeal for that show as mm-hmm. loud as possible let's let's show them what AEW is about. And I think Orange Cassidy is a huge part of AEW. But again, I liked the finish. I liked the kick yeah. of the, the arms. It's very Orange Cassidy, where Orange has now been like, you know, wrestling. Yeah, my wrestling like, in April. Yeah, and but like really trying. So that's going back to that Orange of early, mm-hmm. of hands in the pocket, not doing a whole <laughs> lot. But I like just the kick of the arm off and swerve doing the the cartoon. It was like, perfect. It was so good. He, he so sold good. it really well. But yeah, it was it was fun. It was uh, I, they I bet we're hoping it would be a little more of an exciting start to the show. But I knew from there, from what I saw, that crowd was not as hot as they probably could have been to start a show. Uh, for us, the TV viewing audience, my first like little bad taste of like, oh, that was weird, is everyone's on the outside of the ring before the bell rings. As soon as the bell rings. They do an overhead shot of the ring. And in my head, instantly, I'm like, oh, this will be a cool shot of everybody getting in the ring and fighting. Five guys got in the ring and fought, fought and everyone else stayed outside and, and fought out in the ring. I was like, oh, you kind of, that's terrible. Why would you plan that shot and then not have everybody come in the ring and fight? Well, that's odd. For me, that was a little, like, it's still sticking with me because I still remember it. But yeah, it started off with a battle royal, uh, which was fine. It was fun, but it wasn't. Holy smokes, which I thought was just a weird opener, but I get it because of the entrances for everybody coming in. Yeah, uh, it makes sense. And then after that, we're not going to go match by match, but this match no, no, no. we talked about after that was the unsanctioned match with Adam Cole and Chris Jericho. Oh, wow. And it the first thing that came to my mind was, man, Chris Jericho hates being second on the card. This is not good. That's one of the big beefs he had with the Kevin Owens, Chris Jericho WrestleMania match. It yeah, but they also had, they, they, but his argument there was they had the best story, which, to be fair, that Jericho Kevin Owens story is great. This Adam Cole Jericho story is not right. Or one of my favorite things I've seen in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Also, Chris Jericho, I think, knows he's going to play ball. He's not going to yeah. look like a spoiled brat because mm-hmm. they're having some issues in that camp. Very, very, but very toward true. the match, oh, Man. not great, not so, great. Obviously, we've got the Jericho Appreciation Society with Jericho, and then with Adam Cole, you've got Roderick Strong and Sabu, which confused a lot of people. For me, it wasn't a big deal. It was like, it, that's just kind of what Tony does is he grabs a, a name and brings him in. A guy who deserves a paycheck. Yeah. Get fucked, wrestling fans. Why did Sabu come? Because the guys earned it yeah. over the years. You get to come back on TV. 
the guy did a table spot. His body awesome. is just, it was fucking awesome. Yeah. That was the highlight of that match. I don't care what anyone says. That was my favorite part of that match. So that's the first three minutes is everybody fighting, Sabu throwing chairs, hitting the table spot, and then they all got sent to the back. And then this unsanctioned match that we got <laughs> turned into a wrestling match. And yep. it was very odd. We got a couple of kendo sticks. Obviously, Britt Baker and Soraya came out. They got their receipts in. But that was it. And then we had a weird schmoz of a finish with uh, Adam Cole just throwing strikes. And leading up to that, I'm like, when are we when are we getting going here on this match? Like, this is very slow. And I thought that, unfortunately, the guys didn't have great chemistry. No, nope, I don't, I don't does, think so either. Yeah. But it, I think that killed a lot of any momentum that 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 show had somewhat built up in that battle royal just flattened it yeah it i mean for that crowd the best part of that was saving judas and saying baby exactly exactly it's so man that it's tough and for the rest of like the first half of the show it was just a dead crowd they weren't there they weren't providing they weren't pumping up and I've seen reports of people that were there that said they loved it, great time. But being there live and watching on TV are two very different things. Oh, it's and the atmosphere sells the majority of it. Like being there, you're of course you're excited. Absolutely. There's actually a couple guys that I follow <laughs> on Instagram that follow our <laughs> show. Thanks <laughs> for listening, guys. Uh, that were there in Vegas for the show, and just from their comments that they said it was a great time, they had fun, it was a blast. I don't doubt that you're in Las Vegas and an AEW pay-per-view. You, it's got fun written all over it. You get to yep. see everything from a different angle and be part of that environment. TV wise, it didn't come across. And I find that such a bummer. I went to bed late on Sunday night and I was like, man, what happened? And yeah, like where, where did it all go wrong? Kind of thing. Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. I think it happened right there with the Chris Jericho, Adam Cole match. Yeah, you would, you fucking Mark. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we got uh, a mixed bag, and it just didn't hit. For me, the, uh, we'll get into the main events, the two main events, in yeah. a second here. The first night, the first time I popped for the night was the return of Chris Statlander and coming out and beating Jade Cargill uh, after she'd already fought Taya and retained. They came out and issued an open challenge. Chris Statlander returned. And beat Jade Cargo for the TBS championship. I pop. I'm a fan of Chris Statlander. I, I, I so so am I. Fucking have her come back on Wednesday. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. I like Chris Statlander as much as the next guy. And you wanted a huge pop for that return. You were gonna get one. She Jade could have came out on Wednesday and had that open challenge. I agree. You just wrestled a match. I think it diminishes what you just fucking did. And I think that's their point for the feud. Yeah. Like going forward, like I, I don't think we're done here. No, with, no, no. I uh, think you're not. Chris Statlander and Jade. I, that's maybe why for story purposes, but like, I mean, I have my money on a uh, Taya Valkyrie. So, yeah, yeah. I see. I I looked at it the other way. A lot of people didn't like it. They did issue the open challenge, so I have that. I also kind of marked it up to the fun of like a money the bank cash in. We didn't know it was coming. It was a surprise title match yeah but you have to fight to even get that opportunity you don't just fucking show back up like you could do but, that on tv that you could do that on wednesday I, it's just my point yeah i'm happy for chris Atlander. she's great yeah i just yeah. think booking wise like okay guys like 
if you I was your ace in the hole, you may as well head CM Punk come stare down MJF after that match. I I just I liked it. I thought it was spontaneous. I thought Chris Stantlander looked great, was moving great. She's been since AEW started, she's been hit with the injury bug quite a bit. So I'm really hoping we're all dialed in now. Body's fully healed up and gonna support everything she does. And I'm good with this. We'll see Jade Chase, I think, go for a rematch. But I think it's time for Jade to move on to the AEW Women's Championship. I think it's time yeah. for her. I think she's getting big enough reactions that she's a bit of a tweener right now. She could be going face. I think she could ride that line where people may cheer her, but she's still going to have the same attitude. And let's yeah. be honest, she had a hell of an entrance. Yep. Yeah. Yes. But that was my first real big pop of the night was, was Statlander coming out and then winning that TBS championship. Mike, let's get right into, for me, the main event, which wasn't the actual main event, but the fatal four-way pillars match for the AEW championship, MJF, Sammy Guevara, Darby Allen, and Jungle Boy Jack Perry. And man, oh man, those guys earned all the congratulations. They earned everything because they brought it on Sunday night. I... I will say this. If these guys were at a contract up situation, that's the best thing to have on your goddamn resume. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I was in, I was in the double or nothing fatal four way. Wow. Everyone looked great in this match, Scott. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, it, it has flair of a W obviously their style is a little more fast paced, obviously yeah, a little more flippy and, I know people aren't crazy, but everyone's style showed so well. Because I do feel like Sammy and like Jungle Boy and Darby are obviously in a league where they're doing more of that stuff. Yeah. Where like MJF is more of a traditional wrestler. MJF can go. Yes. It shows again that this guy can just fit in and work with fucking anyone at this point. Yeah. It's it's insane. I Every time something would happen, like Sammy Guevara, I got to really shout him out. I don't like Sammy Guevara on the mic. Mm -hmm. He's a little shit. But (laughs) I think that's the point, right? But um, that guy's an incredible talent. It's pretty unreal. For me, Mike, as I'm watching, I'm like, I bet this is stuff that they did on the indies to get attention. And now they're doing it on the main roster, but they're doing it at a main roster level on in a major company. Everything was... Super smooth and flawless. Mike, the one thing that I hate when it comes to the flippy stuff is they make it look too effortless, like, and they're just going through sequences. We got quote unquote sequences, but everything looked oh. like they were trying hard to hurt the other guy to take them out so they could eventually get a pinfall. And... So, the, the Canadian destroyer sequence, you didn't, <laughs> <laughs> didn't, didn't pop you? <laughs> it, it was all great. Like, when they all hit their mentor's finishing moves. Yeah. I love that. I mean, to me, a lot of people think that's sticky. For me, I always love when people pay homage, and I, they did it in a super it's, it's fun a, way. It's a part of the fucking story. Yes, these guys yes. were these guys were literally cutting promos talking about this. Like all of what they did played into the story they told that helped it immensely. Yeah. The build was good. The match actually told the same thing they were talking about. That's what I love so much too. Yeah, I mean MJF getting on the mic. Just lay down, <laughs> man. MJF just talking the whole the whole match. Yeah. His reactions oh. were stuff I've never really heard before, and it's so audible that we can hear him say, "No, no, no, wait!" And then getting yeah. crushed, or Darby doing 
the flip over into the stunner and MJF yelling, what the fuck? Just in pure shock of what is this move kind of thing. It was so good. And if you haven't seen it, go to our Twitter uh, at In My House Pod. I've retweeted it a few times uh, this week. And you can find it there of just that audio clip. Somebody spliced all of them together. It's 15 seconds long. But to me, I'm like, this is wrestling. This is reactionary. It, for us saying how much fun wrestling is, and I know we say it damn near every episode, mm-hmm. this is something I would show people to be like, wrestling is fun. Like, yeah. you should watch this. Yeah. And it would be because there's a lot of fun shit you could show them in wrestling. Like a lot of like a dumb fun shit. <laughs> yeah. But like as a great showcase of wrestling as well. And, and just in-ring storytelling, like I I this is maybe up there as one of my favorite matches of the year. Dude, uh, for me it's up there easily in top three for yeah, matches it's... of the year. Like it's it's Kenny and Osprey <laughs> at Wrestle Kingdom. But then what's next? Like it, it might be in the top two because that match it, was phenomenal. You know, thinking about yeah, because yeah, why why couldn't it be? Right? There's other matches you could put up there. We'll get into that another day. But it is top yeah. three for sure. Halfway through the year, that we that might be an episode. You know, yeah. halfway point. What do we have? We did that yeah. last year, I think, even on the SoundCloud show. But um, they brought it. I'm really hoping they follow up on it strongly on dynamite and it's dynamite is on as we're recording this and i haven't seen any mention of mjf on the show yet a lot of it is about Takeshta after what okay. happened at our uh double or anarchy in the arena but to finish up with the main event obviously mjf gets the win yeah but they had false finishes that were close enough that i was i there's a couple times like jesus they're giving it to darby you know man there's there's some times where i thought count wise i'm like that might be free yeah (laughs) right in another world i'm like that's probably three right there yeah it hit on all cylinders if uncle dave if you're listening buddy i think that's a five star i think i think i think i think it i don't know i didn't see any of the scoring so i i but i would fuck man yeah yeah i don't know how you couldn't I, I think so. I thought the entrances were great for everybody. I loved yeah. Darby coming out in the Elvis jumpsuit, but half painted in the, the skeleton thing. Uh, uh, MJF's entrance was fantastic. I mean, if there if there is a talk of the town, it was the MJF entrance. Yeah, it, that's such a cool look. It looked badass. Go out of your way to check it out. There's uh, on our Instagram at in my own spot. It's on the pictures are on the story. Just watch this match. Yes. Watch. This I match. highly recommend. You're into wrestling. You bet. You've watched it already, probably. Yeah. Go watch it again. It, it it's so much fun. But let's get into Anarchy in the Arena. The the true. It was the main event of the show. Which afterwards, MJF was asked about in the press conference. He's like, "You weren't in the main event. How do you feel about that?" He's like, "Why would I want to be? Why would I want to wrestle and roll around in John Moxie's blood?" And I'm like, "Man, that's a good point." And it just well, well, it, whether that was the reason or not, it was a perfect response. Oh, he he would be the the best to answer that no matter what. Yeah, yeah, he was but great. When but... you you put on the performance they put on, if you're in the back end ready for anarchy in the arena, you're thinking, well, fuck, <laughs> we, <laughs> we we better really bring it because those four guys really did something special out there. Yeah, um, anarchy in the arena is an AEW staple. It'll be every year. I'm happy that it will be. Yes. Uh, does it pop last year's? Not even close. No. No, last like 
these <laughs> these matches are intentionally ridiculous. Yeah. Like you you know going in, you're like, people are gonna bleed, it's gonna be goofy, you'll mm-hmm. fight all over the place. I think they thought they had it with um the super kick firework. Like I thought they were just like, we're fucking doing it. <laughs> yeah. Like they, people are gonna and they did pop huge. Oh, for sure. But I just it's not about Eddie Kingston coming down the ramp with that gas can. This is not like, like I'm like, wow, wrestling's wild. He's gonna light this guy on fire. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't have that level. Like, I it's hard to go more and more extreme, right? Like you yeah. can only do so much in that kind of thing. But I I don't like seeing Kenny in that kind of match. I feel the exact same way. I feel like he's still trying to wrestle. Like Kenny's trying to be Kenny Omega, like our Kenny Omega. It just doesn't work. Like the Bucks for some reason work. Like it's goofy enough that they'd be in it. Yeah. I just, I don't want to see Kenny Omega. I don't want to see Claudio in that fucking Brian Danielson. I don't want to see these people <laughs> doing this. I, I'm with you. I, that to me makes great sense. I never really thought about that, but you're 100 percent right. I think it's time to switch up the teams that are going to be in this because I think the elite have been in it every year. I don't. Kenny hasn't been in it every year, but the yeah, Bucks but and the Hangman, elite, yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, I thought they bit off too much of last year's anarchy in the arena to put into this well, match. We're always going to get the bed of barbed wire. We're always going to get um, the thumbtacks, which they switched it up a little bit. Matt getting his foot like yeah drop it first into the tax and then his bare foot was wild it's still wild to me that would hurt so bad i, I mean none of the tax spots that ever have happened are good but you're right the foot you're just like damn like you don't want to <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I don't know again i just i like these matches i just like now maybe we move you're right move on from teams that are involved <laughs> And even if you're going to stick with teams, you got to do something different. You did the same thing as last year with playing the music, but this time you had a live band doing well, it, which was trash. Well, well who was last year? Uh, Appreciation Society? Last year was Jericho Appreciation Society versus um, the Elite, but I believe, and but Eddie and John were teaming up with them. Oh, yeah. So it was a mishmash of the Elite guys and Eddie and John Moxley versus Jericho Appreciation Society. And those guys, Hailed each other. My, or Brian Danison was there too. With uh, that's when the beginning of Blackpool combat oh, you're right. coming together. Yeah, and those guys killed each other. They all sold well. Everything registered. Plus, it was really the first time where the music was playing throughout half the match, <laughs> and then Jericho hit broke the soundboard, and everyone yeah. booed, and it was a great spot. Here they had a live band called oh, Man Violent Icons, I believe is their name. And Violent shit. It was terrible, terrible. And then the Young Bucks ended up super kicking the lead singer to stop the song, but it went on way too long. They didn't sound great, in my opinion. I don't, I, it, it, for me, it was just a miss. They tried something. I appreciate that. It was a miss, but it, I was like, you don't have to do this. You did this last year and you got a great reaction. Let that be it. There's no, you, could, you couldn't book Skillet. <laughs> They're exclusive to Monday Night Raw, actually. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Jesus Christ. But <laughs> uh, I thought they did a, a, a great job of, you know, separating. So if there's two guys fighting over here, there's two guys fighting in the concourse and two guys fighting outside. 
than enough yeah. that it wasn't like what part of my screen am I watching on if everyone's kind of on the same screen, but it got a little bit lost. I felt and that kind of hurt the flow of the TV viewing audience to try to watch this. I feel like there's a lot of missed money shots that we just missed out on. Yeah. It, it comes with like the anarchy of it all, right? Like mm-hmm. it, this is where they can get away with that. Cause the, the idea of this match is a mess to begin with. Yeah. Logistics for this being an agent on this, talking this out before the show would yeah. be fucking terrible right we're gonna be up here you're like the camera guy's like holy fuck <laughs> <laughs> like okay <laughs> get my money's worth today <laughs> it, it, it was what it was it was a it was a fine match it definitely wasn't a bad anarchy in the arena match at all it just no unfortunately it had to follow the four pillars match and in a bigger aspect it had to follow last year's anarchy in the arena match and it just yeah. didn't live up to that, in my opinion. Uh, I think it's a, still a smart way to finish the show. Even though the Blackpool Look. Combat Club, who are heels, did get the win, we saw Don Callis come out and someone take out Kenny Omega yeah. at the end after all this violence right before the match was about to end. And it was Takeshita who turned yeah. on Kenny Omega, aligned himself with Don Callis. Doesn't look like he's with Blackpool Combat Club. He's with Don Callis. And... I don't think it got the pop that they were hoping for it. For me, I was like, Oh man, that's Kenny's boy. He's been the one to bring him in side by side with them and mentor him and all this stuff. I don't think they told that story enough on weekly television to lead up to no. this. Uh, and if it was, it was on rampage and we didn't see it, but it, it didn't get that pop. Unfortunately, there was a lot of rumors and a lot of things. Uh, even you would text me and I didn't even yeah. know about it, but I looked into it afterwards and everyone was hoping it'd be Kota Ibushi. There was I, think that been, I, th- I think that would have been fucking rad. Dude, that match was... comes down and it's fucking Ibushi and you're just like, uh-oh. Right? Oh, that match is fucking Forbidden Door 2. Like, these guys can't touch until then. Yeah, it, exactly. But it wasn't... Uh, it was Takeshita, which I'm fine with because I think these guys will have great matches. I think when so, they do too. Go. I think I'm happy to be... see Kenny getting a Kenny-level-ish talent. Yes, and get do... Kenny backing to wrestling as a singles like you're about to say i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off yeah no no but but it is like i i love the elite don't get it twisted but kenny's a singles wrestler yeah actually it's funny i was listening to busted open earlier today and and don Callis was on and he (laughs) had he was was, normally he's just bad to hard to listen to this time he was great mike he talked about i didn't line up with kenny omega to do this triple trios deathmatch shit that they're doing Kenny Omega is the best belt machine. He was a wrestling god. We should be going for world championships, not to do these dumbass wrestling matches that people are falling on barbed wire and stuff just for the hell of it. Doesn't do anybody any good. We're not making money. And I was like, man, that it was a great, great go to your way to f- listen to it after you listen to any of my host pod. But I'm excited to see where this goes. And yes, I I'm with you on this one. As you said, this could be the gateway to getting Kenny back in singles great wrestling matches yeah it's i i think that knowing the plan all along it was yeah we need we'll let these guys have the trios titles good way to have big stars introduce them Mm -hmm. and have them but like i like the house of black and i i want them to wear that for a while i i do yeah i think those guys deserve some goddamn gold like so much fucking talent there but i i'm more excited to take away is like kenny's going to be in a singles program and I don't, and I kind of agree with Don Callis. I don't have to watch Kenny Omega in this style of match. Yeah. Hopefully ever again. 
I'm with you. Uh, I give it a C plus for double or nothing. Uh, I'm going to go back and obviously watch four pillars again. I'm going to go back and watch the tag team match one more time. And I'm going to go back and watch Jericho and Cole and just as a, a, a lifelong wrestling fan with no knowledge of the actual business itself, try to figure out where it went wrong or where it just yeah. didn't hit. So uh, fine pay-per-view. Glad we watched it. It got me. It did get me excited to watch Dynamite tonight because what's the follow-up with Kenny and, and Don Callis? And yeah. yeah. Uh, are we going to see the Bucks again? All the rumors are that they're taking the summer off, all this stuff. So there's stuff there. But yeah, fine pay-per-view. Fine pay-per-view. I mean, for I, yeah. Agreed. C+. plus. Mike, we got to get into Night of Champions before we wrap this show up. That was Saturday afternoon from Saudi Arabia. And there were some big matches on this card. They were promoting the triple main event with Cody versus Brock. Seth Rollins and AJ Styles for the new world heavyweight championship. And obviously the tag team titles on the line with Kevin and Sammy defending against Roman and solo. And they had some great matches with him in between those matches. I thought it was a great card, a great night for pro wrestling for the WWE at night of champions this past Saturday. Oh, if you're walking away, winners or losers from the weekend. Yeah. I think WWE was, I think, um, was it NXT Battlegrounds? I yeah. heard that got a lot of love, too. Dude, I re- set my PBR and... for it today. It's got such a great reaction. Uh, yeah, and I, I know a lot of people, because that was also during AEW. Yeah, yeah. Was it not? And I know a lot of people, Twitter-wise, were just like, hey, like I'm flipping. Like, our, oh, our, wow. our boy, uh, Great Britain, good old Tom, watched NXT yeah. Live and was live-tweeting it, by the way. I don't not a big live tweeter guy. I can't do it while I'm watching shows. Tom does a great job. It's not every move. It's just his thoughts for the matches. Oh, yeah. What's happening now. And I, he's, he's coming on the show before all it he's, he's going to be our, our UK oh. correspondent. So, <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, Saturday's night of champions in Saudi Arabia was uh, a great show. They had three women's matches as well that I thought all delivered uh, in their own right. Oscar beating Bianca with what I loved as a great finish. Great. I texted you. I was like, it was a perfect heel finish where she's been trying to hit Bianca with the mist. And she kept missing. So she blew the mist in her, in her, in her fingers and then raked her eyes. And it was perfect. Uh Love it. But the show opened up and that was the big thing. If you listen to last week's show for these triple main events, I was asking you, does it main event or does it open? And we kind of were in the middle of all three because all of them could have main evented. But the one thing we both said, Mike, is that Seth and AJ for the new World Heavyweight Championship cannot open the show. Cannot. No, I, I thought that that was ending the fucking show. And that yeah. you thus proved that this belt is not as important as what Roman has. This match opened the show. It and... did. And with that, I'm telling you, that belt is lesser than. I'm holding judgment for now. It, it, it doesn't carry it. I do agree. It doesn't carry the weight of what Roman has. I do agree. I guess for me, I just need to see the title be defended in a storyline that I care about and see who the people are that are challenging for it, what Seth's going to do with it. The one thing that kind of bugged me was Seth Rollins won, which was great. They had a very fine match. It was a yeah. very good match. The follow up on Monday Night Raw after Seth said, for weeks now when he wins his title it's going to be defended all the time he's a fighting champion this this and that he ends up having a tag team match which is very wwe television style i was like man this you could have really grasped it and had somebody major come out to challenge seth to 
have a great match and then boom, people are already fighting for this championship, you know? And I, I, I know I, I, I followed a little bit of that too, you know, cause um, I had no playoffs to watch anymore. Yeah. Sorry, pal. Sorry. Yeah, I might as well watch Monday Night Raw after the Celtics <laughs> performance. Um, and that's saying, and that's saying a lot. Yes, it but is. When AJ's music hit, when when AJ's music hit, he was coming out. I'm like, really? Mm-hmm. Like, still? I was worried about that, but then then laughing at the Judgment Day. I mean, okay, <laughs> 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 it, it popped me. But um, Seth and AJ, a good wrestling match. Yeah, I, I think there was probably too much hype for these two matches, and I don't think the match could have lived up to the hype. I, we had a lot of high expectations for this match. Well, they're both incredible workers. Why wouldn't yes. we? I, I do agree. I just think placement on the card, opening the show, man, I just felt like it didn't hit what we had hoped. It was still a, a very good wrestling match, one that, again, I'm going back to watch. Uh, just I'm going to watch that match alone and nothing else on the pay-per-view, uh, and I think it'll change yes. my perception of the match, but... Great match. I I understand why they had the opener, the way the card was laid out, especially the way that show ended, Mike. I 100% get it. But damn, I thought maybe it could have even been semi-main. No, actually, I think that would have been worse if it opened because then you're still following Roman or you're leading into yeah, Roman. It, That's a good call. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. If Roman's on the card, it, that it, match will never be the main event. No. In an era now where like the story matters... Mm-hmm. Like if you get it over, like that should be the thing. The best story should go on and be the goddamn thing. I do. And that's we've seen it with WWE. Point. They're kind of, they're kind of, they're kind of doing that where they're just like, what people are invested in is what we're going to throw on last. Yes, good for them. And it it paid and, off it, like, tenfold. I, I still, it, it really did in that regard. But I think when you're trying to get a new title over, I think it probably would have been important that that maybe went on last but i'll let that go because the main event of this show i think really did leave people like whoa dude let's we, just get, we won't into, get it. into it you want to get into it right now yeah let's get into it right now because it's you don't, don't so want to talk good. about your boy cody rose first you don't want to talk about cody rose? Uh, they had a cody had a quick match with brock lesnar he had a titanium plated cast on his broken arm <laughs> where you <do> first <laughs> titanium plate yeah um, like wrestling, wrestling's lame sometimes. <laughs> yeah. and, like I love it, but that, that's not a move you do. But it 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 played out the exact way I predicted on last week's show. Brock would did. get Cody in a Kimura. Cody wouldn't tap. He'd pass out. That's how the match ends. Cody takes his first big loss since coming back to WWE. Brock gets a win. But now they're you, one and his, one. For his first, his first big loss since coming back to WWE. Oh shit! You forget WrestleMania. Oh. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I love this. Podcast. I can't believe I did that, but I really have blocked that. Out. You, you, you. I know you would. Cody's <laughs> winning Mania. Shit! I Mike finished the story. Mike, it was it was as expected. <laughs> I'll just continue on here. I'll let you have your brain fart moment. No, um, fuck, yeah, hold I on think... a second. No, no, hold oh, on okay. one second. Okay. I just want to get this in. I just, I'm, I'm going to be open and honest right now with our audience. And I'm going to, this is something I don't do a lot. I'm going to admit a fear right now. My fear is no matter what happens this year, Roman beating Cody, a hundred percent guarantees that Mike gets Booker of the year because he, he picked Roman to beat Cody. And that fucking <laughs> drives me nuts. <laughs> 
Because I think we both went 100% on Meta Champions. I think we it, pretty much went 100% for it, double. No, we, we didn't because yeah, I, no. I, I had Ty Valkyrie. Yeah, like okay. I, had, I had Tay winning that women's okay. match. Okay, then never mind. Um, but that, but, that but, match but puts we were, me over we were close. It, well, yeah, I don't, I don't know if you even picked Jade. Who did you pick? I think I skipped that match. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, sorry, go on. Uh, but no, but I, um, it's good. Like they're trying to keep Brock around. Yes. Obviously, like he is a draw still. Hmm. Cody's going through the gauntlet. This is a part of it, everyone. Calm down. It is going to pay off. You got to see Cody's shoulders go down. He's not Superman. Yeah. You got to have Cody fighting up. You got to have him fighting up. He, you got to have him fighting up. That crowd will stay behind Cody Rhodes. I promise. I, I don't think they're ready to dip out yet. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, I think that can go. Like, I mean, what's Money in the Bank's next? Money in the Bank's next at the end of this month. I believe it's like <laughs> July first or something. So, like, what's your game plan? Like, what, what's the big Cody SummerSlam match? Who I think knows? it's Brock. I think it's Brock. I think that's where they go three. Yeah, I, I mean, that'd be smart, but I mean, or do you give Cody the briefcase? That that was going to be my question. Do you put Cody in the Money in the Bank ladder match? I say no. I, I say you I put think, him in a qualifier and he loses again. You, you said it last week, and we've been saying it for a while, um, that Roman and Cody should probably go Mania next year. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You'll, you'll, have, you'll have a lot less to worry about. Yeah. bloodline wise i think so i think getting away from that main story for now i think so many people across all boards are invested in cody that you can have him in feuds with other top tier guys oh is, is gunther anyone? next is gunther next as a big guy I, that's not brock i would hope so but i'd also hate man, to see gunther yeah. take a loss right now how bad did we all want to see gunther and brock man so damn bad. And from all the, the the rumble, the rumble was fucking irritating because they showed that, and you're like, yeah, yeah, here we go. <laughs> yeah. But then I realized too, I'm like, not if he has the IC title. Brock ain't yeah. fighting for a for a fucking mid card title. Yeah, Sorry. absolutely. So it 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 was a fine match. I thought Cody got in a lot more better offense this match uh, with Brock. Yeah, and I thought I, I I'll say this every Brock match. Brock sold well. He sold great. He's the best seller in the business, in my opinion, for a big man. Uh, everything that Brock does is a, there's a reason for it, and it's fantastic. I he locked on the Kamora lock twice. I thought Cody should have passed it on the first. Pretty sure he locked yeah. it twice. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway, it was a fine match. Uh, I'm glad Brock won. I think we both predicted Brock winning. Brock needed this victory. Cody yeah. needed this loss, in my opinion, and your opinion as well. And yeah. we're on to other things right now with Cody and I think Brock is bailing for a couple of weeks, but um, Mike, we yeah, have to, get you don't the- worry about, you don't, you don't worry about Brock Lesnar. <laughs> we went through last podcast. You don't worry about Brock Lesnar. That, this is the first time I predicted anything Brock done correctly in, in a very long time. So. <laughs> 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 if you read our uh, uh, it, it, show bio last week, it, uh, the fun fact of there. Please, please do. Please always read them. Read the description. You never yeah. know what'll be hidden in there. <laughs> Mike, the main but, event. I know, I know. You want you're hungry, so am I. Let's let's talk about it. Let's talk about the best way to end a wrestling show. <laughs> yes, and 
the best way to start a main event in Saudi Arabia with one of your people, Sami Zayn, coming out in the garb it, in in speaking Arabic to the crowd as well, doing the introductions a la Paul Heyman style. Yeah. And awesome. I we should have thought more about this mm-hmm. last week because we both had that like epiphany of like, oh fuck. Like, yeah, of course, like after like the press conference before. They were stoked on Sami Zayn. Everyone else was an afterthought in that match. Mm -hmm. Like, Sami Zayn was fucking over. Over. Like, that Saudi crowd was losing their shit. They they were so losing it that it almost... Like, they didn't sing the song a whole lot like for his entrance because they were just going nuts for Sami being there and representing his people, those people, in the ring in a main event against a guy like Roman Reigns, who is the biggest star in wrestling right now. Uh, yeah. It's, it was such an awesome moment. And I love that when Kevin came out, you could already see the emotions on Kevin's face, knowing how much this meant to Sammy. And then Sammy Kevin, comes out. And Kevin, Kevin's been in that light before. Yeah. You know, like he had the stone cold fucking mania match. Like he got, I mean, if there's a He's moment been world champion. to have in your career. Yeah. He, 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 you're right. Emotions on his face is like, just let me step aside and let let my dude have his time. And just from all the things we've read online or seen or have been told about Kevin Owens, one of the most selfless guys in the wrestling business and is a guy that's truly happy for other people, especially his friends. So it was, for me, that was awesome to see. It For me, it makes sense for that guy to always succeed because he seems to get the business. A- absolutely. Uh, but they defended their undisputed tag team championships against Solo Sokoa, or I believe it's just Solo now. It's fucking dumb. Yeah, it's just um, yeah, it's not, it, not great. Yeah, and the undisputed Universal WWE Heavyweight Champion of the World Roman Reigns for the titles. Great. It 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 it's something that is the start of every Roman match now, but it doesn't get old for me. Doesn't get tired. It's a slow start. They're letting the crowd react. They're like, is ta- is Sammy starting against Roman? Roman tags out kind of thing. There's a little bit of back and forth, just getting people like hyped. And then they, they went on to have a great tag team match. It was awesome. And one of the things that I tra- love traditional sense. Yes. One of the things I loved about the build up to this was Sammy really pushing, like, you guys aren't a real tag team. Like, yeah, you're in the bloodline and you are family, but me and Kevin have been closer together as as you know, best friends the long longer than you guys have been close as a bloodline family. We're yep. a real tag team. We're the tag team champions. You, you're you not getting these titles. You can't have them. Which also mixed into like, well, you've got the Usos in the bloodline. They should be fighting. They're the greatest WWE tag team of all time, but they're not yeah. in this match. And we got a great, like you said, a great tag team match, which I loved. High spots, low spots, cool downs, built back up again. Then the brawl starts happening, dude. Outside yeah. the ring. And of course, the Usos show up, start beating down Kevin well, real bad, real bad. I wish it gets good. <laughs> and then we get the spot where the Usos are in the ring. They super kick Sammy. He's on his knees. They super kick him in the face. He stumbles up. They both go to double super kick him. Sammy drops. They hit solo. And Roman's on the outside of the <laughs> ring. Just happened to pop up and see the Usos super kick and solo Sokoa. Mean mad Roman oh, pops in the ring. Oh, oh yeah. I should note it. No, the ref got bumped before this. Not seen any of this. Yeah. 
Roman comes in the ring, gets right in J- uh, Jay's face. What are you doing? Why are you out here? This oh, bullshit. Gets just, in Jimmy's face, push him away. Mean mugging pie, yeah. just pie face, pie face, just him. awesome. And going at it, and you can see Jimmy stewing in the corner. He's getting mad. Jay's just like a beaten dog. Like, come on, man, we're here to help you. And he's like, I don't need your help. Perfect, mad Roman, yeah. awesome. And then wham, Jimmy Uso with the super kick on Roman. Oh, just. Yeah, we waited so long, dude. For me, it was it's Sami Zayn with a chair at the Rumble type moment. Yeah, where you're like, it happened, <laughs> it fucking happened, and the yeah. crowd went nuts. I'm on my feet because oh, Jay's yeah. like, "What did you do?" And the audio was perfect because it picks up Jay going, "What did you do? You didn't have to do that." Jimmy going, "I've had enough of this." You're my brother, not him. I'm doing what you should have done a long time ago. Uh, Ro- yeah. Oh, Ro- Roman get. I'm getting goosebumps. Roman gets to his knees. Yeah. Jimmy hits him with a super go- kick again. Hard. Drops Roman. Drops him. God damn it. Go out of your way to watch this match. Go out of your way to watch this moment because they eventually think, fail. If you if you have all like been away from this bloodline, there's great recaps done by WWE on YouTube for yes. you to watch. Go catch up with the saga of the bloodline. Cause shit, man. I know like there's people on the AEW side like, oh, they got that story. The bloodline story. I'm like, yeah, dude, it's one of the best things to happen in wrestling storytelling in a very long time. Very, a very long fucking time. long time. It, it it's so good. Uh then you get <laughs> Roman it's... rolling out, solo coming in, solo taking the <laughs> the stunner as well as the Haluva kicks. Sammy gets the pin on solo. They retain. Roman's sitting on the outside on the floor up against the barricade, like head and hands. And to me, the money shot, the iconic shot is Sammy standing up on the middle rope, facing Roman with the championships, yelling, you can't have these. It's over. It's done. And Roman just looking shocked, hurt, confused, everything. Yeah, we've gone like I don't even know if full circle is the right term because this bloodline storyline started off with Roman versus Jay Uso way back when in pandemic wrestling. Man, and then it is it has been a while, right? Jay falls in line. Sammy comes in there like, "Hey, I can I can help you." Jimmy comes back from being a drunk driver, and Jimmy's fully invested. In, like, yeah, man, this is our you, tribal chief. You love. <laughs> <laughs> guess he's never coming on the pod <laughs> not saying he still currently is but that's what happened i was just being factual you know jay uh, jimmy comes back and he's fully invested he's like yeah this is roman this is our guy you know we're the bloodline come on one up right yeah. and jay finally falls in line sammy's there but him and, and jay are not clicking sammy proves himself to get into the bloodline but then Roman's going too far. It, it, Kevin gets it's so it's it's, great. Master, it's 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 masterful storytelling. It's so good. I, I when I think of the biggest moments, it is obviously Sammy turning and finally hitting Roman. I think now of Jimmy throwing those super kicks oh. and crushing Roman. And there's so many more throughout like everything that they've done. But the reactions from Paul Heyman at ringside about oh. everything. Paulie putting in work with those those facials. <laughs> Big time. Even to last week's SmackDown, which was pre-recorded, and I didn't see any spoilers, yeah. which was great, that set up this where 
the Usos are out face to face with Kevin and Sammy and saying, you don't have to worry about Roman and Solo. The best tag teams are right here. Jimmy's hits, I am the tribal chief. He hits that oh, line. And Paul, again, Paul nailed it there too. Yeah. Why are you saying that? What did you do? It like the Friday night SmackDown into the Saturday Night of Champions bloodline storyline is up there for me as an untouchable storyline that is unbelievable and something that 20 years from now I'm going to go back and watch again much like I do when I go back and watch Sean versus Brett or you know the Bulldogs yeah. versus uh, the Hart Foundation or Demolition this is like a unbelievable storyline that we're getting in real time right now and anybody that says it's been going on too long ha- just doesn't watch I'm going to be honest you don't watch it you don't but I'll it. say too it, it, it's not over yet it's not over yet. We're not, this, we're, we're, it, it, this is just like, we're not done. Yeah. We're not done. Dude, a Friday night on SmackDown is the 1,000-day celebration of Roman being the, the, the champion of all champions. And the thing that Roman said last week is... crashing that party. Right? But the thing he said last week was, is I want the whole family there. And they dedicate... Roman dedicated this match to Afa and Sika, the Wild Samoans, and they lost rikishi tweeting out right? the words Under. enough dude uh, we're in for it now. like smackdown is must no. see i cannot 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 wait for smackdown this week and i have to work and miss it i'm so fucking I, mad but i'm pumped oh, dude fucking? yeah there's, i gotta are you uh, missing yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> life happens uh of course you're not miss of course you're not missing it you'll tape it you'll watch it of course the second i get home at like midnight but uh the edge were again night of champions besides being like all around like a a good great wrestling show mm-hmm. um it just you are i'm so in on this bloodline thing that any show they're on like fucking count me in man it actually yep. elevates the rest of what's happening because you're getting you're getting so ramped up through everything you're like it's, oh yeah i can't wait like here they come like yeah. you're just waiting for it to happen i it helps everyone it'll kind of be sad and somewhat scary when this is done like yeah. when when this book closes fuck i hope you have something in the works like if your cody story is it maybe we start peppering a little bit more getting a little more heat on that because shit man i i, I am gonna watch that stuff on smackdown obviously not all smackdown because <laughs> I, I agree. But I, I will I will actively seek out that segment and be like, okay, what happened? Right. Uh you brought up something that I've had a couple conversations with some people is that worry once the storyline ends and then Roman takes time off. And he let's be honest, he's going to be a special attraction, much like Brock is and has been over the last couple of years. He's gonna work big yeah. shows, he'll do a longer storyline from one big show to another, then he'll go away again. But this storyline has done such a good job of elevating Jay Uso, just himself. Not, but then also the, now the, Jimmy the Uso. Usos. I, the, the Usos, Usos for sure. But even standing alone, but first it was Jay because he got the nickname Main Event Jay Uso because he was main yeah. eventing SmackDown every week for Roman for uh, at the beginning of this. Now Jimmy's getting that that big rub. Solo's gotten the rub by being brought up and put right into that and being the enforcer for the whole bloodline that all three guys are scared of. Roman has side items like, oh, a couple times. Obviously the Usos are scared of him. That all that rub right there has set up solo Sokoa. 
Kevin Owens was already up there, but him being in the storyline even elevates him even more. Now Sami Zayn, a guy that was probably going to be the next Dolph Ziggler, just stuck in mid-card, whatever, has now been elevated to a main event style level. When this storyline ends, and it's time to start writing some new storylines for these guys, I am worried a little bit. I I would think there are some guys. I love Sammy, I do. But the bloodline was the best thing that ever happened to him. And mm-hmm. as like a goof, like he played into the comedy. It helps. Like that yeah. jackass match, I think, got him back on Vince's radar. It did on the, the... And, on, and, and Hunter's radar. It's just like, okay, this is something. Yeah. This guy's he's gonna play ball and he's gonna do this. Because there's some talent who's just like, I ain't doing that. <laughs> right. I'm not getting in the, I'm not getting in the ring with a Johnny Knoxville. I'm not gonna be some fucking comedic relief. Mm-hmm. for Roman Reigns. Well, look what that turned into. It, exactly. It turned into Vince having more trust in him. Sam even talks about a little bit on the Broken Skull session with Stone Cold. And Stone Cold even said, I love you. I've always loved you as a wrestler, but the second I watched that WrestleMania match with you and Johnny Knoxville, I hit my guys up and said, I need Sammy Zayn on the Broken Skull sessions. I want to talk to that guy. And they had a great chat. It's great, but Sammy mentioned he earned a lot of trust by doing that match, get it. And then once he was inserted into the bloodline storyline, it wasn't for sure that he was going to stay there. He said he didn't even get on screen with Roman once for four or five months. Once he started yeah. the whole, you know, I can help you, you help me kind of thing. Right. Sammy's earned it. My worry is, especially with Vince being back, like, like you said, what happens when the storyline's done and with, I think they're drafted on raw. So they technically have a world championship to fight for eventually. It's all about keeping that momentum for Sammy, keeping the crowd invested. So we'll see what happens. I'm not even looking to there yet too much no. because I'm just enjoying the moment with this, the bloodline story and how it's going. Week to week, baby. Week to week with yep. this story. Enjoy every little bit we get from it. Absolutely. When it comes to a grade, I'm going to give Night of Champions a B. I think that's a, pretty, yeah. a great score. It's, I'd say B plus, actually. That main event for me is an A plus. I loved every second of it. Everything yeah. else was really, really good. It was kind of let down a touch by the the World Heavyweight Championship match. Just a bit of a miss for me. But again, I'm going to go back and watch that. But man, everybody showed up and it was it was a very, very good card. So for me, it's a B. I like your call for a B plus. It's been yeah. a great weekend for wrestling. If you watch NXT Battleground, we want to hear your thoughts on that. If you watched Impacts uh, Under Siege uh, on the Friday oh, night, yeah. which you got great reviews as well. Let us know about that, if, if your thoughts on that. We want to hear it. I'm going to seek out Under Siege. I've got NXT Battleground taped on the PVR. That'll be watched this week as well. So, And I, I know I'm a, on a wrestling podcast, but I will not be watching Impact. <laughs> uh, it, the way it works sometimes is if one of us sees something and we know the other guy hasn't, we go, you need to watch this match. And then we watch it, that it, match. it helps. I yeah. think I'm going to start watching a little bit more GCW, though. Yeah, I see so much of it on my feed, and some of it looks so awesome. Where I'm like, "Fuck, well, that looked really fun." But then yeah. I see some of it, and I'm like, "Well, that looked dumb as shit." Nice, <laughs> <laughs> New Japan. Yeah, this is the, probably the time to get back on the radar. It, it really is. It really is. I I like the TV show that they have weekly for Access TV here that we get, but it's just like one or two matches from a show about a month ago, so it's always a little bit behind. I really need to smart up. I have New Japan World. I pay for that monthly. And I rarely go to it. So, and I'm not gonna lie. There's time uh, up until like a month ago, and I was checking my uh, my account. I'm like, what is this charge for? 
oh, I have New Japan World. Wow. I need to go like, back and watch some of that. Yeah. So, yeah, but uh, you're right. Now's the time because even tonight, starting on Dynamite, I don't think anything has happened yet, but they said this is the buildup. We're on the, the road to Forbidden Door. Anything yeah. can happen. Guys are going to start showing up. Well, I'll spray. It, it's going to be good. But before we sign off, pal, this weekend, Ringside Wrestling has their show on Saturday. What's that, June 3rd? Yeah, Saturday, June 3rd yep. at the German Club. If you haven't gotten your tickets, go get your tickets. It's a fun time. The In My House pod will be there. Uh, it's going to be a fun show. The stories that the matches that they've had have stories built up to them. If you've been to the last two or three, four shows, there's reasons why these matches are happening, which I love. If I'm going every yes. month, I might as well get some stories. It's fun show. These guys have been busting their asses and the shows have gotten better and better. I think the last show we went to last month was the best in-ring product I've seen from ringside wrestling everybody killed it those dudes were crushing it so i'm pretty pumped for this one guys i got some high expectations one you started the show on time i love that that's great love seeing that but you've got some great matches announced and i'm looking forward to you guys crushing it and killing it and just having fun with the with the crew there scotty v will be there obviously everyone's wondering will king paralegal mike be there Ooh, the million dollar question he'll be there Oh, it's been announced. Breaking news. Go to Hell CM Punk. Paralegal Mike is coming back to oh, Ringside yeah. Wrestling this weekend. We are excited. Follow them on the socials at Ringside Wrestling. You'll find everything that you need there. If you miss them for some reason, you're going to be following us. And if you aren't, you should be. We're at In My Host Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You can find us there. We're, we're posting about the show, reacting to things in the pro wrestling world, obviously, just on the social media forum. We're excited to see you all at Ringside Wrestling. Come up, say hello. Yeah. You'll know who we are. You'll know King Paralegal Mike is there. But no, we're very excited. Again, thanks to everyone who listens to the show. We appreciate it. We're excited for a great summer of professional wrestling. If you're listening to the In My House podcast right now, hit that share button for us. Let's spread the word. Let's build this wrestling community. It's growing every week. We're getting more reactions and more listings, uh, listeners than we ever have before. So thank you for doing that for those that have. It's going to be a fun time at Ringside Wrestling, but Mike, this has been a great show. Big weekend of wrestling this past weekend. A lot of great shows coming up with Dynamite and SmackDown on television this week. we got a lot to talk about next week, pal, including Vermeer, our Wrestlers of the Month and Feud of the Month. Stay tuned for that and a whole bunch more. For Paralegal Mike, I am Scotty Villa. Right here on Spotify, this has been the In My House Pro Wrestling Podcast. Cheers, Welcome to my-